because you're making it confusing. Yes. <laughs> it has, we're still going to screw it up. <laughs> we're still going to screw it up. All right. Welcome to our second episode. We're going to be talking about Halloween dishes, how different type of ways we're making them and how we're going to do them this year and share our ideas and why we're doing so. Right. Alyssa, what are you making today? Uh, so I made a smoked meatloaf. Um, and meatloaf is very versatile. It's very cheap to make too. So if you're feeding a family, if you have uh, folks over for Halloween, it's a it's a good it's a good meal that'll you know that'll stretch and feed a lot of folks. Um, so I I did I started out with eighty eight twelve ground beef. Um, I added a little bit of bacon fat to uh, kind of. Uh, thicken it up and have uh, a little bit more fat in the meatloaf so it, it would smoke nice. Um, you can also use 80-20 ground beef. Um, I wouldn't use, add more bacon fat to that, though. Um, a couple meatloaf tricks that I like to do. Uh, I dice green peppers and onions, I, and uh, I like to saute them um, to kind of sweat it out, get some of that moisture out so your meatloaf doesn't fall apart. So that's a little trick. I like to saute them just translucent just a few minutes on the stove um, and then I drain that so it doesn't add extra moisture to your meatloaf as they're cooking and sometimes when you if you add them in raw they don't get cooked all the way in the meatloaf so that's one tip and trick um, I also use tomato sauce instead of ketchup in my meatloaf I don't like it that's sweet but if you do like your meatloaf sweeter feel free to substitute but your tomato sauce is already marinated it's already have all that it's just a can of just a can, can of plain of t- yeah, tomato, tomato sauce, sauce. yeah um, so, but if you'd like your meatloaf a little sweeter, feel free to substitute that with ketchup. Um, I also, um, another thing, I don't really like the texture of breadcrumbs. So I usually use oats as that binder in the meatloaf too. Uh, but I smoked it, um, at about 250 or so. Um, I smoked it, I think it took about just about two hours to get to temperature. I actually stuffed it with Gruyere. Um, I did a rectangle shape. And meatloaf is, again, very versatile. I've made meatloaf in bunt pans and made different shapes. So if you're doing a Halloween theme, you can do a rectangle. You can use it as, you know, kind of like a freshly dug grave. Um, you can also, there's plenty of different molds and pans out there. You can do it uh, in a skull mold or, you know, any sort of spooky Halloween mold uh, will do. Um, but I smoked it. Um, I used hickory wood for it because it's beef and it can take a lot of that um, that that stronger wood scent in. Um, and then I did a, uh, did a uh, after it smoked for an hour and a half. Um, I put a glaze on it, smoked it for another thirty minutes to get that glaze kind of nice and caramelized. Um, and I did uh, stuff it with Gruyere, uh, and so it was like a cheesy stuffed meatloaf too so it was really good and it was devoured at my house so um Alyssa was very nice to bring me a piece (laughs) we'll try it later and I'll let you guys know yeah um another um I also while I was smoking the meatloaf meat uh, meatloaf (laughs) meatloaf Mm -hmm. I smoked some acorn squash uh squash is really versatile and they actually I was surprised it took on that hickory flavored very well I like my squash a little more savory, um, but feel free if you want to do a sweet version of this. Um, acorn squash, you can also make it look like a little cauldron, too, so it can hold soups. You can use it for dips. Um, I end up smoking it. I just put some olive oil, put it um, face down in the smoker. I put it in the same time as the meatloaf, so it was in there about two hours. Um, at that a half an hour before it was done, I did a little sauce with some Parmesan garlic, fresh rosemary, um, kind of a, more of like an Italian uh, Parmesan garlicky uh, 
taste. I basted it with that um, and uh, let it smoke for another half an hour when I put the glaze on the meatloaf. Um, and that was really, really good too. So um, acorn squash also has that nice orange and green color you know you're looking for around this time of year so and squash is also usually on sale I, I think it was 99 cents a pound when i bought it so very cheap it can feed a lot it can stretch as well um we are also having another barbecue off with our <laughs> our two versions of um i made burnt end fingers um i took uh, like more bavarian white brats um and i cut where the fingernail would be and cut um, some ridges for the the knuckle. Knuckle, yeah. yeah so they look like it looks, fingers. It really <laughs> looks like fingers. Guys. I'm looking at it. It looks weird. It looks it looks like fingers. Yeah. We um, took some pictures. We will post them up on, on the stream as well. Yeah. Um, I just put some stone ground mustard and uh, brown sugar in there. And my idea, uh, we saw some poor man's burnt ends where they're using it with hot dogs. I was trying to do a, a German kind of version of it, do currywurst because, mm -hmm. you know, we're coming out the ta tail end of Oktoberfest and, you know, now we're into Halloween. So that kind of all spawns my my idea for this. So I did make a currywurst sauce. You can find that on our website. Um, so we smoked it for about an hour and a half. Um, I just did brown sugar and the stone ground mustard. Then I put some of the sauce on it. We're smoking it for about another half an hour, 45 minutes. Um, Alex, you want to share your burnt end finger my recipe? My burnt end recipe. So it was a sausage from my hot dogs. I just put it in there and cut them in three equal pieces. And we, the sauce that we used was a regular barbecue sauce that anybody can buy on, on the stores. Added a little bit of brown sugar and a half of a stick of unsalted butter. And I put it in a pot and I started cooking and heating it up pretty much. Till it becomes melting, really sticky, and very nice. So after that, we got the hot dogs out. We cut them up, and we poured it over them, glazed them very well, and we put them back in the smoker for another about 45 minutes, an hour. Mm -hmm. Half an hour, 45 minutes, something like that. Yeah. So we're going to find out today in a couple of minutes or hour or whatever, so how good it's going to be. Yeah. And then if I like it, I'm going to try to use that in the Brazilian sausage. Ooh. Yeah. I do. I, I want to. So I, I probably wouldn't if you're trying and uh, creating these recipes at home. I probably wouldn't do a pre-smoked like an andouille kibasa. I would do something a, a sausage that wasn't already smoked because you want to add that smoky flavor mm -hmm. if it's already smoked. So that would probably be my one tip if you're trying to do this and you're playing around. Um, I know around here it's hard to find white brats. I think Boar's Head starts started selling them. So if you can't find them, uh, hot dogs or frankfurters or you know that'll that'll work as well. Awesome. Oh, yeah, and forgot to tell you. What? I did add habanero hot sauce to my barbecue sauce. Oh, of course you did. Oh, it's going to add spicy. So I did add that to it. So yeah. we'll see how spicy it is. I heard you have another treat coming in, too. And I do have another treat. So uh, I was looking online, and uh, there's a family dish that my family always makes it differently than this way. Uh, it's called a feijoada, which is pretty much pork stew with black beans. But in Brazil, they use the pork ears, pork tails, pork everything. Like, they use everything. It sounds whatever really good. They have. Yeah, it sounds really good. It is really pork good. Pork and beans, you can't beat it. So, um, so I found the American version of it where pretty much you get sausages and bacon and whatever you can find a pork and cook those first or in, while cooking the beans on a separate pot. 
we're gonna smoke. Uh, we're gonna cook the beans until it's feel ready cooked. We're gonna cook the pork. Fry the fry the fry. We're gonna smoke them. I don't even have decided yet which way I'm definitely gonna be doing. Probably gonna smoke the sausages. I think that will be better. Uh, I'm gonna fry. I'm gonna fry the bacon till till it's nice and ready. And then we're gonna chop them in tiny little pieces and put them in the put it in the with the beans, black beans. Think about putting some onions in there as well. Tiny, tiny little cuts of onions because I know a lot of people don't like them. But if they don't see them, they don't even know they're there. <laughs> so I'm gonna cut them very tiny pieces so they don't see it. I'm gonna smash a little bit of the the beans. Nothing crazy. Just gonna smash them a little bit just to make sure it opens them up and get them. So does that is that like a thickener? Like if I no, I'm not gonna. It's not like me putting it in a blender or anything like that. Just a couple smashes. You're still gonna look like beans. It's gonna look like beans that's broken in half. Yeah, but does it much. does it like thicken the stew? Because I know sometimes it, like yes. in like gumbo, you usually start with a roux, which is like a flour fat mixture, mm-hmm. and it helps thicken the stew as it cooks. So it sounds like it's like a bean stew, pork and bean stew. Correct. It is a pork and bean stew yeah. sort of thing. But I'm doing the American way. What I saw was very intrigued. I was like, that looks good. I don't see how good it is. I think it's going to be really good, but uh, I don't think it's going to touch the Brazilian fish wild that normally they're made. But I'm going to try my best, and I'm going to put that into my Halloween dish, uh, dinner this week, this year. And Yeah, because the black would really kind of, you know. It's the black, and then you got the sausage. you got to be like, oh, it looks like a bone or mm-hmm. whatever you want to think of meat in there. And I'm probably going to come up with a creative name to put it on the dish, so beans with brains and body parts or something like that i don't know i have to figure that out <laughs> well when we he does figure it out <laughs> check yeah, it out I on will, our website <laughs> i will put it on twitter what's the name is going to be i will put it up there once we get our once we get our act together we'll uh, put it on absolutely <laughs> it's going to get done it's going to get nice i'm going to take pictures i'm going to show you how it is and i want to get reviews from uh, the people who come for that dinner and see what they have to say and plus after that since i'm a brazilian culture is rice and beans on every almost every dinner but it is a, uh, the beans with the rice. It is stretched for a lot of people when you're eating that. It's heavy, and mm-hmm. you eat that. And plus, we're probably gonna be drinking a mm-hmm. lot, so it helps out. I'm not. That's not the only thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be cooking wings and meats, and regular meats that everybody likes to eat. But I think the feijoada is gonna be big. I think it's gonna be the focus because people are not used to it, mm-hmm. and they're gonna enjoy. It. I, I believe they're gonna enjoy it very much. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm ready for it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So, uh, I'm gonna put. A, I'm gonna put aside for you. Don't worry. Um, and I have one more treat. Um, I'm going to do it this afternoon. Um, I don't know if you know you're in the stage of the pandemic uh, when you know there's some food shortages and all that stuff. I find I have a plethora of frozen vegetables because <laughs> um, you didn't want it to go bad you didn't want to buy a bunch of fresh stuff and go bad and you, we were only going to the grocery maybe once a month so we got a lot of frozen stuff so i'm trying to get all that stuff cleared out before the holidays and use it up and i'm not just going to throw it away so um i have an idea for a simple broccoli cheese casserole um, i'm going to use those steamable broccoli and cheese bags i'm going to add i even got these from the dollar store they have the packs of Velveeta, um, the cheese sauce. I'm going to add that. I'm actually going to add some red food coloring because the sauce is yellow with the red food coloring. It'll make it orange. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a green and orange Halloweeny broccoli cheese casserole. And of course, I like to top my casseroles with some buttered Ritz crackers <laughs> and on top so you get that crunchy. Um, some folks like to use panko crumbs. I just like my buttered Ritz crackers and specifically Ritz. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to say name brands, but too late. 
So um, check out that wet recipe on our website and have a fun and safe Halloween. Uh, Again, our website is avtbbq.com. All right. Awesome. And also follow us on our social media on uh, Instagram at avtbarbecue and our Twitter account as well, avtbarbecue. It's very simple. We're all the same names. And we'll be posting the recipes up there, pictures, and letting you know when the episode's coming out. And all the information you need. If, and if, please give us, leave us feedbacks. What else you, what else you guys want us to cook, barbecue? We'll try everything. And we'll, believe it or not, I believe we're going to go around trying other restaurants around the area, right? Yeah, soon we have a couple picked out that we're uh, going to go try. So I look forward to our future episodes and some reviews of. Um, of barbecue spots in New Jersey. Absolutely. So you, everybody can go out there, enjoy the barbecue, and not waste your time driving an hour away. We are going to be driving hours away. Let to us, try let us waste your time, or our time, not you. Correct. Let <laughs> us waste our time. We've got to go out there. We're going to eat, and we'll let you know how it is, and if you should go or not. But we'll see. All right? Anything else you want to add? Uh, no. Um, I, yeah, I'm good. All right. Thank you, guys, <laughs> and uh, happy Halloween if I don't see you, if we don't see you then. Mm-hmm. All right? 